guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Sam's tonight. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes, and welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. So the number one reason I had $100,000 in the bank by the time I was 27 years old really didn't have as much to do with how much money I was making, had a lot more to do with how much money I was spending. Most people think the reason that they can't build wealth is because they're not making enough money. And usually the opposite is actually true. The reason they're not building wealth is not necessarily due to their income, but due to the expenses that they have. And normally the biggest expense that people have and the one that they make the biggest mistake on doesn't have anything to do with how much they're spending on coffee or how much they're going out and buying soda or whatever the case is. It has to do with how much they're spending on a car. And that's why I truly believe the number one thing that is keeping people from building wealth is buying new cars. Okay, so let's break this down. If I was to tell you, hey, if you give me $10,000 that I'm going to go and I'm going to put into this stock, and then the second that I buy it, that $10,000 is only going to be worth $8,000, would you give me the money for that investment? Not unless you're an absolute idiot. So that is the same thing that you're doing when you're going to buy a car. Now, look, Whenever we're buying cars, they're usually depreciating assets to begin with. The value of them is going to go down over time, and that's fine. But when you're buying a new car, the second that you go and buy it, it's 20% off the price tag the second that you drive it off the lot. That is a huge haircut that you have to take on something that you just bought. So whenever you're looking at a car, stop looking at just the monthly payment of the car itself and look at the TCO, the total cost of ownership. And that normally has to do with everything from how much the monthly payments are going to be, what is the insurance bill. Sometimes I would even say to include things like gas and maintenance in there. Try to get a good estimate of what that is going to be. When you look at people who are buying brand new cars, the insurance is more expensive and the monthly payments more expensive. If we just look at those two categories, the average is about $1,000 a month. Whereas if you buy a car that's two years old, you get a lesser payment on something like that. You're looking at an average of about $600 a month. Well, when we break that down, that comes down to $400 a month that you're saving driving a car that's maybe only two years older from the model that you had. Well, that's $4,800 a year. And then if we multiply that by the average loan, which is about five years, you know, that comes just short of about $25,000 that you could have invested over that five years. So let's say you take about that $5,000 that you're saving every single year and you invest it in something pretty conservative and you only make like 7% on it. Well, if you do that over the course of five years, that $25,000 is going to turn into $35,000. And by doing things like that, that's how I was able to save and invest my money to get my net worth up to $100,000 pretty quickly. And $100,000 is one of the most important financial milestones that anybody can have. The world really starts to open up to you at that point. So if you're somebody who doesn't have $100,000 net worth right now, you need to go figure out what your net worth is and start mapping a way to get there as quickly as possible. If you want to see principles on how to do it, I built a course called Momentum that will help get you there in five years or less, even if your net worth is at zero. You can check it out here on my website. Now, some people may make the justification that buying a new car gets you things like a warranty and that can save you costs on maintenance. And because it's new, it's not going to break down as much. I understand that. But again, 
If you're only buying a car that's one to two years old, really, you're just avoiding that 20% haircut that you're going to take the second the car can't be called new anymore. And a lot of times you can buy cars from dealerships that were actually leases, which normally have really low miles on them. And they had regular maintenance along the way because it's normally in the lease agreement. So they're in really good condition and they've been taken care of. So those are great options for whatever kind of car that it is you're looking to buy. And you can save a lot of money doing it that way. Now, I love cars and I love driving cars. But personally, for me, I like to buy my cars about three years old. That normally tends to be a time to where I can get really good deals on mileage. The price has come down really good. It's still a new model. So I'm not like driving around this really old, outdated car because that is something that's a little important to me. You know, we can all have a little bit of vanity to it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And then the other side of it is that when a car is about three years old, you've still got a lot of things that aren't going to break on it, like timing belts and some of these other things that'll last till about 100,000 miles for a good four to five years. And then normally by the time my car is about seven years old, that's when I'll ditch it and I'll turn around and I'll get a new one. So if you want more secrets and wealth building habits on how you can increase your net worth quickly and learn from millionaires and billionaires, I'm constantly breaking that down. So just be sure to subscribe and then check out my website for more information.